this is uh this is Mark Phillip and uh this is the, the nerd ball This is the Nerd Ball podcast with Lorenzo Melcher. <laughs> All right, thanks, Mark. Did I nail it? Uh, <laughs> what was that? Did I nail it? Yeah, you nailed it. Um, I couldn't have asked you to do it any better than that. I appreciate you, man. <laughs> so thanks for coming on the podcast, Mark. Um, so what have you been nerding out about? All right, this is going to sound weird. I've been nerding out about the uh, the King James Bible. <laughs> yeah, the King James Version of the Bible. The context around it, uh, mm. the translation itself the the influence that that bible has had on the english language as a whole and culture i've been kind of all over that these last couple of weeks that's that's crazy i was 100% expecting you to talk about the legend of zelda so this is <laughs> my mind is kind of blown right now so uh what what got you into that like where where did you start on this journey I mean, if it helps, I am also playing the new Zelda. No, no, I don't want to hear about that. Okay, <laughs> anybody can talk about that. This, this is something completely different that I want to hear about. Um, well, I guess it started when I was a child, Anthony. I was, um, <laughs> I was raised in a very, uh, a very religious household, and then I went mm-hmm. on um, a whole religious journey. Uh, through my childhood and my teen years, of course, I had that very angry atheist phase that everybody goes through when they're a race <laughs> Christian. Um, and then I kind of fell into a nice equilibrium with that kind of a few years ago after I, uh, after I got sober and I decided that maybe religion was something I could be interested in, but not necessarily have to ascribe a belief to. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, you know, I got really into Buddhism, um, and I kind of landed there, but my interest in religion never really waned. And um, I don't know, recently I was just like, you know, I, I read a lot of books and I'm not trying to brag. I read a lot, <laughs> <laughs> I read a lot of books and uh, one of them popped up. It was called uh, God's Secretaries by Adam Nicholson. And it was just that. It was like a... Uh, 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 an exploration of the historical and political context of the King James Bible and mm-hmm. uh, the writing preparation and publication of it. And then the aftermath. And uh, I haven't even finished the book because I'd keep on like hitting. A point. <laughs> <laughs> I keep hitting a point where I'm like, that sounds fucking fascinating. And then I, uh, I end up diving into researching some other topic and then I've just, kind of been expanding in all these different elements of uh uh christian theology from the 15 to 1700s that's pretty cool i'm like i i'm kind of just like admiring the uh, the fact that you have like the ability to put any kind of effort into researching something even something that you're not like like a heavily believe in like (laughs) it's just there are some things that I'm like really motivated to to want to know about. And then the second I start doing anything about it, I'm just like, okay, let me just go watch YouTube or something. Well, give me an example. What's uh what's something that you that you started the process with and then you didn't? Um like coding. I really want to code. 
like I don't really care about the programming language. I just want to learn one. But then <laughs> I'll start watching like a video on it and then I'll start like doing some practice and then I'm just like, okay, I just I just can't do this anymore. Well, I don't you know, man, I've I've written Hello World in like six different languages <laughs> and I've never gotten farther than that. It just doesn't yeah. do it for me. Yeah, I like I really I was kinda sad like I went to I went back to college when I was 27, I think is when I went back and I initially went there for computer programming. And then when I met with my first advisor, he seen, cause I went to to college after high school um, and I was doing electrical engineering technology and I had to take calculus there. And he was like, Oh, I see you took calculus at another college. So instead of doing computer programming, you should try wide area networking because it's like computer programming, but with math. And I was like, okay, yeah, that sounds cool. Which in fact, it's not, it's nothing (laughs) like (laughs) there's, there is math at like the core of it, but it's not like difficult math. Like you have to know about like subnets and like IP addresses, which have to do with math, but it's not like difficult math. So you it's, feel like you got catfished a little bit by your... Yeah, yeah. I definitely wish I would have stayed in computer programming because um, then I would have been forced. Like, I, I, was, I was spending money, so I had to actually, like... <laughs> I would have to actually learn it. Is that a good reason to do things? That What's that? The, the sunk cost fallacy, right? Yeah, but, like, okay, so... At that point in time, I already had, I just had my first child. Boo. We were, I just got married. Boo. Just got, <laughs> just had my first child and my wife was paying for my schooling. So if I didn't put any effort into it, then I was like, not only was I like cheating myself out of education, I was also like stealing my wife's money, basically. <laughs> so I... I had to try no matter what I got put into. Bro, is that what happens when you get married? Like you just start you just start falling into these uh into these commitments that you didn't want to be in? Um no, I don't think so. Are you sure? Because you have a child. You have three of them. But I enjoy like I wanted children. Did it's you? Not like, yes, I did. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't just yeah, three it's... accidents. No, these were, uh, no. Did you plan every single one of them? The way you're hesitating makes me think that at least one of them was an accident. So I don't want to call like an accident. Sounds like it was like, it wasn't an accident. It's not like we were the first two. We were a hundred percent trying for the Mm. third one. It wasn't, we weren't not trying like we didn't like, talk about it but we just weren't doing anything to avoid it Does that makes okay. sense <laughs> so the third one was like the the whatever baby mm-hmm. okay Which we didn't one put that? any planning into it but we weren't uh avoiding it yeah and which, which baby is that uh antonio all right i'm writing that down so when he's old enough i can tell him that he's <laughs> <old> enough. <laughs> okay yeah go ahead <laughs> Antonio. I'll let him know too. <laughs> yeah, it's like mostly 
me having to go back to college was all my fault in the first place because I should have done what I needed to do the first time I went to college. So um, I had very, I still have this issue with like motivation where I'll, I'll be really into something and then just completely lose any ability to put any effort into it for like two weeks straight. So um, when you add that with World of Warcraft rating, um, you get a bad combination. Is that what happened your uh, your first year of college? Your first go at college, World of Warcraft fucked you over? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Damn. Yeah, I um, I was playing World of Warcraft um, in my second year of college is like when I really started playing it, or my second semester. And then I got into a guild, and then I started raiding in a guild, and then I like was leading a raid. So then, like, I felt like I had an obligation to be, like, we spent eight hours a week, like, two four-hour days every week. So instead of doing homework, I was doing that. And then I got into comedy, so. Oh, and then it all went downhill. (laughs) Yeah. Well, congratulations, man. I mean, you still, you you fucked up college twice and you still got like a wife and three kids. Yeah. Yeah. It's it. Thank you. It's uh, it's going well now. I mean, I, I'm as much as I would have rather have gone into computer programming, um, going into the wide area networking, I met somebody that I like my mom's friend's son who I knew a long time ago. And then he just happened to be in one of my classes and then he was working for where I work now. And he was like, Hey, here's an opening. You want to apply for it? And so he pretty much got me into the job I'm in now, which is pretty nice. Congratulations, man. You got lucky. Thank you. Yes. Very lucky. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's good shit. Yeah. So, um, no, we're talking about jobs. Um, you, I don't know if you still are. I, I know you moved to another place. I don't know if you're still selling mattresses. No, I'm not. I work with, uh, I work for libraries now. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I sell uh, uh, digital, um, digital distribution platforms to libraries. I probably shouldn't say my company's name because I don't, I go by my, my birth name at work and my comedy name is separate. Cause I don't want to get fired again. So <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I will. I'm not going to force you uh, to say the name here. Uh, but I, I was mostly just trying to ask about the, the whole selling mattresses thing. Yeah. Well, that sounds like a, it just sounds like, how does that happen? Like, how do you get into that? And then, <laughs> and then a, how uh, is got... the job once you started that? Well, I got into it. Um, uh, f- there, there was this girl that I knew in college who was uh, roommates with this girl that I dated, mm-hmm. and uh, it's funny that we talk about this and the the King James Bible at the same time. Cause this, <laughs> yeah, because like this girl that I was dating, she was like a she was a Christian girl mm-hmm. who uh, was was very very religious, and uh, the fact that I wasn't religious at the time was like a big problem. Uh, but that was kind of hot because it was like a Romeo and Juliet thing. You know? 
And I remember one day she was like, uh, she was like, if anybody could make me take off my purity ring, it would be you. And I was like, fuck. And I had to just, I had to just stay, keep going to church with her. And that didn't work out. (laughs) And that didn't work out. But she had a friend who lived with her and uh, her friend was a, uh, her friend was a real party girl and I would hold back her hair when she would throw up. (laughs) And uh, fast forward, like nine years and uh that girl's like hey do you want a job selling mattresses (laughs) (laughs) that's wonderful (laughs) yeah and then like her boss came into town and interviewed me at like a at like a starbucks and uh he thought that i could sell some shit so he gave me a job as a mattress salesman wow have you done any kind of sales before that nope Wow, that's that's insane to me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I just uh, I interview very well, I guess. Not now, I... but typically. <laughs> yeah, one time I I'm also really bad. I'm I'm really bad at interviews. I one time when I was trying to interview for Family Video, they asked me what my favorite movie was, and I said Shrek. <laughs> 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 is that what, did you get the job no <laughs> um, oh, so <laughs> you never did sales and then you started selling mattresses yes sir what is that like uh well okay so i did not work for mattress firm which is like mm-hmm. the big store that everybody knows about i worked for a smaller company mm-hmm. maybe i don't know if i could even call it a smaller company because they're they were owned by the Tempur-Pedic company yeah but they were like a direct retailer for temper sealy products but they didn't have the same kind of footprint that mattress firm has mm-hmm. so uh you know a busy day was like two people coming into the store <laughs> and um and there were some weeks like uh, I might not see somebody for three or four days, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there it was. It's a retail environment, so they're like ten, twelve hour days where you're just kind of hanging out, just waiting, just waiting mm-hmm. for somebody to come by and and give you six thousand dollars for a mattress. <laughs> and, I, uh, I oh, you can go. ahead. No, you go ahead. You go ahead. I'm pretty sure I. You worked, um, it was like in a small building, right? With, uh, yeah. next to the Buckeye. <laughs> yeah. At one point. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so that, uh, I went in there, this was before you worked there. Um, I went in there when we were buying our, um, our mattress for our master bedroom. And when we were going in there, we already picked out a mattress somewhere else, but this was like, oh, maybe we'll just check this out. And then I hadn't, I knew as soon as we walked in that we weren't going to get a mattress there when they like brought us to that bed. They were like, hey, lay on this bed and it'll tell you exactly what like sleep number you're supposed to get. And then I was, this is going to be too expensive. We already found one that we want. There's no way we're going to buy a mattress here. So do they lay you on like uh, like a thing that showed a diagram of your body with all the like a like a heat map and all the pressure points and shit like that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. That was the company that went out of business before mine came in. 
Ah, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, no, when mine came in, we didn't have that. We had, uh, <laughs> we <laughs> we had a sleep profile where we had to like. We had to like grab the customers at the front of the store and like move them over to this table and sit their ass down and interrogate <laughs> them on their sleep habits <laughs> so that we could we could figure out exactly what kind of bed is right for you. And it's usually the most expensive one. <laughs> really? That, that's yeah, crazy. Yeah. I would have never expected that. Yeah, dude. Uh, and yeah, that... Uh, if it was that one that I'm thinking of, they were probably plopping you down on something that was like eight or nine grand to start. And then they were going to work your way down if you objected to that. Yeah. 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 We pretty much like we found a king size mattress somewhere else for like $800. (laughs) And I think it was like 1000 or something after shipping and all that kind of stuff. And so we were going into it saying, okay, if they have anything around that price point that we like we'll probably get it here and right away everything was like way more expensive than that and i was like okay we're we're wasting our time here we we should just go (laughs) that's what was fun is uh like all the all the really accessible good mattresses are near the front of the store so if you want to if you want to get down to that 800 hundred dollar price range you gotta like march them past everything that they can't afford (laughs) like it's like a it's like like I've been I've been flying a lot for work and mm-hmm. I never really flew before but there's something like that that's really undignified about having to march past the first classers <laughs> to your seat. there's like all these people with their nice wide chairs and they're like angry furrowed brows and they're just like smelling your peasant musk as you walk past them back to your dirty seat in the back and like you got to go sitting back by that fucking bathroom that's like half an inch wide. <laughs> it's disgusting, and oh my god! And then they come back and they're like, "You want any? You want any snacks?" And you're like, "Yeah, can I have a bag of chips?" And they hand you this this tiny inch by inch bag of sun chips. <laughs> and I'm like, "No, what about a real bag of chips?" I see you got the real bag right there, and they're like, "That's not for you." <laughs> like that, dude. Fucking bullshit. Yeah, I've I've flown. Um... I've gone like I, I guess I've flown more than twice, like because each trip was like multiple rides. But technically, I've only flown like in my head, I've only gone flown twice, and it's been Spirit both times. And both of those planes or all of the planes I've been on have not had like a first class, so <laughs> I don't even know what that experience is. <laughs> it's embarrassing, man. It's. <laughs> <laughs> And then it's like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm normally not not this guy, but like if if the bag that I'm carrying and hanging off of my shoulder like smacks a rich man in the elbow, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. They they got yeah. they got somebody who will massage it for him when they land or something. Oh yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's one of the they got their own like um that was the weird thing too, is first class and you know, bitch class in the back. They got like different um, flight attendants too. Mm-hmm. And they separate you two by a net. That's the weirdest part is they put <laughs> this net so you can't even see them. <laughs> but then like they pull that net down and they have like like the shiny, like young, attractive flight attendant up front. And then you got like these fucking dumpy, 
you know, 40 year, uh, 40 year plus tenured flight attendants in the back. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous, man. The whole system is bad. Yeah. That's, uh, we flew to Portland, uh, last year and we had to stop at, uh, Las Vegas before we got to Portland. And it was so weird. The second you get off the plane, and are like in the airport in Las Vegas, there are slot machines, like an insane amount of slot machines. And you like just get into Vegas, which was like really jarring to me, not expecting you to just immediately be able to gamble as soon as you get off the plane. <laughs> like in the airport? Yes, in the airport. <laughs> That's horrible, dude. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know how the airports, well, at least this one had like, a section where like four, like three or four different like airplanes took off in this one section. And they had like multiple of those all around the airport. So every single one of those sections had one. And then when you get into like the center where like the food court is, then there's one there. Like there's a big like casino type thing in there too. It was, it was kind of crazy to me. Dude, what a miserable species we are. <laughs> what an absolutely disgusting miserable fucking species we are that can't go 10 fucking minutes without being a little bit i i I had a layover in lax on this trip that i'm on right now there was a fucking gaming room there was a big like 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 an internet cafe like eight big pcs and just and just eight big fat dudes sitting there playing their games in between their flights i'm like are you fucking kidding Next to a vending machine with $40 diapers, Anthony. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it, man. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> no, I'm fine, though. It's pretty good out here. <laughs> um, so you said you're, you're, you're out there for, for work right now? Yeah. Are you able to do anything else? Like, uh, have any kind oh, of fun? Or are you just, I'm, I'm re- just no, I'm recording a podcast instead. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Thanks for that. I, yeah, no I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm actually, um, I'm in Sacramento right now and I'm going on a, uh, I'm going on a guided tour of, uh, Richard Chase's killing spree. Oh, Wow. Yes, that's going to be cool. Um, I hope that's going to be cool, at least. It's probably just going to (laughs) be, I know, probably just going to like get in a car with a bunch of strangers and take pictures of houses where people are living that had nothing to do with that shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's a, that's a fun tour though. Yeah. The, the problem I have is I listen to too many podcasts about serial killers. So I've heard of Richard Chase, but like every single serial killer's like, thing like whatever their mo is is like all mixed together so you tell me one serial killer and i think of every single other serial killer i mean they're all kind of the same aren't they yeah for the most part most i mean they all kill people and then whatever yeah and um people should have been caught way before then but um that's my favorite part that's my favorite <laughs> part of all those stories is the is the police being like like p- police get a tip that they should talk to the guy who had blood on his shirt uh, <laughs> and they're like nah he's probably just gay and then they let him yeah. go i love it yeah what what was that with uh is that jeffrey dahmer that was he jeffrey like, literally... dahmer and uh uh dean coral i think that happened too as well 
yeah insane like literally guy like bleeding out of his head and nope nothing there was um uh i think he was a russian serial killer uh andre chikatilo i think that's his name yeah the rostov ripper yeah so he like his whole thing was like taking people from a tra- train like a stations, train station right? yeah, yeah so then they had a bunch of police going to these train stations looking for this guy he comes out of the woods with a bag full of stuff like that they should be looking for and they let him go like how <laughs> he's like cleaning his hands and- <laughs> not you me do- officer you gotta look for a guy coming out of the woods with a with rope and a knife and you find that guy and then you let him go just like how insane do you have to be to let that guy go uh and he got uh if i remember correctly he got like seven or eight more victims after that (laughs) yeah probably just yeah he wasn't done yet insanity uh good stuff (laughs) man good stuff we're missing our calling honestly (laughs) that yeah that stuff makes me sad like when i when i learned about um uh the west the west memphis three is that what Mm -hmm. it is that like made me just so upset just listening to that whole thing the time after time them just being horrible at their job just completely (laughs) ruined these kids lives just i can't believe it there was um uh, this is kind of related. So I listen to a lot of those. Those obviously, I listen to a lot of those podcasts too. Those, <laughs> yeah, I love that shit. Um, but I'm also like, I don't know, I don't know. I try to be helpful, and like recently, uh, this is a totally true story. And I told my girlfriend this, and she was like, "You're a fucking idiot." And, <laughs> but like, I was, um, I was driving out of uh, the mire in in my hometown. Mm-hmm. And there was like, uh, it's like right off the highway. So it's like a popular spot for people to, to stand with like signs that are like, you know, need money, need a little bit of help, mm-hmm. whatever. And there was this like, there was this like young lady, like 20 something years old. She was holding a sign that was like, need a ride to anywhere. Right. And yeah. I was like, and I was like, sick, I'll, I'll give a hitchhiker a ride. <laughs> I'll, I'll just give her a ride like across town, you know, nothing. To, mm-hmm. And I didn't worry about it. Um, and then she gets in the car and I for I like I didn't even think about it. I was listening to uh, a true <laughs> podcast. <laughs> the first thing she hears is like, and then she got into a car with a complete stranger. 48, 48 hours later, her body was in six places across three counties. And I panicked and I was like, I, I was like, oh, that's not, don't worry. That's not about me. <laughs> Didn't make her feel better. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. That's not about me. Yeah, not that's the most me, convincing thing you could have said at that point. <laughs> so, so I drove her across town and like the rest of the, car, the, rest of the ride was like, was like icy quiet. <laughs> and, <laughs> drop her off at this Walmart mm-hmm. and then um I start driving home and I like and like she got out of the car in a hurry she was like real scared <laughs> <laughs> and like I said I, I feel like such a fucking idiot I wanted to diffuse the tension so I was like hey see you later which I should have <laughs> <laughs> (laughs) 
<laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> I think the only way you could have like started that off any worse instead of saying like, hey, that's not about me is if you just like turned it up a little bit. <laughs> and I felt real bad because then like I started driving away and um, she was in such a rush. She like left her purse in my car. <laughs> <laughs> I had to turn around and find her. <laughs> she's probably like running. She's he's back. <laughs> I was like honking my horn, and she's like walking faster. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I have your stuff. <laughs> so I like okay. There's a, there's a whole nother like side to that where you give somebody a ride. You're literally listening to a true crime podcast where at one point in time. Somebody probably picked up a hitchhiker and was later murdered for that. And so instead of you like heeding these warnings, you just completely go against it and pick somebody up, some stranger up anyways. And Well, that's what like my girlfriend called me an idiot before I even got to the good part of the story. <laughs> He's like, you picked up a hitchhiker, you fucking moron. What are you doing? I'm like, well, she, she seemed nice, you know? Yeah, they always do. That's <laughs> you don't like serial killers don't get away with it by not seeming nice. That's how people people get caught faster if you're a weirdo. Is that true? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that Chickatillo guy seemed pretty fucked up to me, dude. Yeah, that's true. That's Ugh. just that's wild. I've like I've always thought about doing that and then Usually there's a child in my car and I'm like, okay, I definitely <laughs> can't do that with a child in my car. <laughs> yeah, children children stop me from doing a lot of stupid stuff. <laughs> Dude, that's gotta be like a, a huge benefit to having three babies is man, first of all, you gotta be on it. Yes. Like, all the time. <laughs> all the time. You are always just one mistake away from fucking up their lives and the lives of everybody around you exactly yeah so yeah do good (laughs) yeah that's yeah like there's there's been times where i've been like driving and i'm like man i've been sitting here waiting to get out of this like side road or whatever forever like maybe i can make it this turn and then i'm like look in the back like okay maybe i'll wait i can wait a little (laughs) bit longer i don't don't need to try to make it in this van right now (laughs) Yeah, I don't. I don't need to risk it. <laughs> mm. uh, the other thing I was thinking when you first started that story was if you just were just dry, like you forgot you had her in your car, and you're just like driving, doing your own thing for like Keep going, <laughs> yeah, like fifteen twenty minutes. Like, oh, oh, you're still here. Yeah, worst part is like we live in Ohio, so there was like a lot of empty cornfields on the way to that Walmart. There was <laughs> a lot of a lot of good places to leave a body, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's wild. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but you know, the Lord said, "Thou shalt not kill," so I wouldn't. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> that's good. Um, bringing it back to you like that the Bible, yeah, the circle, bro. Yeah, Thanks. anyway, I appreciate it. Yeah. You believe in You're God. You're doing answers. my job better than I am. <laughs> you believe in God, Anthony? Yes, yeah. It's I I um didn't start going to church until after I met Amber 
because she went to church. So I'm like the opposite of most people where instead of like growing up with it, I like, like my parents are, my mom is Catholic, but she didn't like go to church often. Or if she did, she like never took us to church. So I like, I never really had any kind of religion growing up. I was just like, maybe sure. I was, I guess I was more agnostic than anything. And then I started dating Amber and then we started going to church. And so then I started like practicing. So now I'm, I'm Catholic. I got, got confirmed and all that kind of stuff. Nice. Um, yeah. It was, it was mostly like going to the, like the RCIA, which like you'd go to if you're an adult or like an older person trying to become Catholic. Um, that was really cool, like kind of learning about stuff more than what you learn about in church. Because a lot of the times, like you, re- they read the different readings, but then the homily has nothing to do with the readings, or it's just like about like a a big topic going on at the time. So then you don't really learn anything more. So that was really cool going to the RCIA and kind of getting more in depth with the readings and all that kind of stuff kind of getting into the the catechism of the whole thing yeah yeah nice that was yeah. always the fascinating part about uh catholicism is uh, uh very very heavily ritualized and i always thought that was kind of fascinating the way they go about their their practice mm-hmm. yeah because i grew up in a, a more evangelical like protestant kind of setting which uh, they have their rituals and whatnot, but it's not so um, like because you guys have like the transubstantiation with the with the communion, and you guys are always kneeling and standing back <laughs> up. Like, damn, yeah, dude. yeah. Um, it's it's pretty much the same thing every time after like the first fifty minutes. So it's like three different <laughs> readings, some different songs, and the homily and then after that it's like all right here goes the same thing every time see when i go to uh when i go to the buddhist temple it's kind of the opposite like um the the opening and the meditation like the the opening liturgy with the chanting and the meditation uh all that's kind of the same every single time and then there's like mm-hmm. a uh there's like a we call it a dharma talk so it's like a it's like a preach afterwards Yeah, thanks for showing an interest in my religion, Anthony. Thanks for following up <laughs> I, questions, bro. Okay, listen, I wasn't sure if you were done talking or not, all right? <laughs> anyway, I'm glad about your spiritual path. Ask me about mine. I was about to, okay? I I didn't no, know if you were done. I thought you were going to no, continue explaining what was going on, okay? <laughs> no, I was waiting for you to show an interest in me. Yes, what... What no, I don't want got to you into? <laughs> Are you done now? <laughs> what got you into Buddhism? Like, where where did that? Uh, I got pass sober, start? dude. That's what happened. I, I did that. I did that dumb uh, sober guy thing where I. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens. You either like find religion or you learn how to play guitar. So I and like my I got short fingers. So. <laughs> You didn't. No. You didn't go for like ukulele then. <laughs> oh 
shit. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with this. <laughs> yeah. No, I went to um uh I went to AA for a little bit, which is very mm-hmm. like uh very heavily Christian. I mean they they try to say that it's not and like whatever. We can we can get into that if you want to as well. I, I mean that's up to you. I'm I'm down with whatever you want to talk about, really. Well, I mean the uh like um AA has a, a line in there, like, uh, you know, we, we give ourselves over to God as we understand him is the addendum that they added to it mm-hmm. to make it sound a little bit less Christian so that you can kind of symbolize God any way that suits your personal needs. But, you know, we also did it. I also went to AA in a church. So it wasn't like, no. <laughs> you know, yeah, it, was, <laughs> it wasn't like separated or anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> And I was I was having a conversation with one of the other alcoholics over there um, because I I still had a driver's license so I was very popular. And, <laughs> and like, they always wanted to talk to me, and they always wanted to ride somewhere. And um, uh, I was talking with him about that, and he was like, "Yeah, I don't really believe in this shit either. You should check out the the Buddhist temple." And then you go into the Buddhist temple, and um, they're like, uh, the first noble truth is suffering. And I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then it all kind of fell into place from there. It was pretty good. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Uh, just, yeah, I can get into this. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's pretty simple. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so it's, I don't know. That's just crazy. Does just it being suffering and then... It, you're just like hooked after that. <laughs> no, I mean I'm I'm simplifying the process, yeah. of course, but it was like uh No, it's not even I mean even that I'm 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 jokey joking about the <laughs> important thing in my life, but um no, that was definitely like that first uh dharma talk I sat through and that first meditation I sat through and um having a conversation with the abbot afterwards about what I could expect from that place and that community uh, kind of inspired me to keep, keep going and continue with it. And then um, I just kind of kept up with it and it's, 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 it's remained a very important thing to me since then. That's cool. Uh, (laughs) I just, I, (laughs) as a joke, I want to switch the subject. (laughs) No, I don't want to like, I, I want to talk about this more, but I, I thought it would have been funny if, like, as soon as you got done talking, and then I just like, so just what's this a, about? And then... like fart noise and some shit. Yeah. <laughs> so let's go back to Zelda. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dude, so... it's absolutely horrendous. They took out, they took out the Gerudo outfit for this new game, so I don't get to dress Link up as my little femboy. I don't get to, he's not my little fuckable twink anymore. He's just just a man. Ew. Out of all of the like things, criticism I've heard, like that's the only thing that's been negative about that game. (laughs) (laughs) That that outfit is not available anymore. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that outfit's not available. And um, uh, fire, I think it's fire fruit. Fire fruit when you cook it doesn't make uh doesn't make a recipe that resists cold and that's bullshit to me <laughs> absolute bullshit to me like i can put like fucking like spicy peppers into shit and i can resist cold but i can't put fire fruit 
Yeah, that's wild. (laughs) I I probably will never play that game. I've never played the first one, but watching TikToks of that game is Zelda or. Uh no yeah I haven't played a Zelda since probably, um Ocarina of Time like really played one. Hell yeah! So that I haven't owned any or no actually I played Wind Waker when I rented it one time. <laughs> Hell yeah! But that is about it. I don't own a Switch and I'll, I'll probably never buy one. But I enjoy watching TikToks of that game because of people like just the amount sure. of absurdity that people do in that game. It's good stuff, man. Lots of dicks. Lots of dicks. <laughs> so I've seen somebody. So, yeah, that that was like one of the first thing I've seen is somebody making like a giant statue with a dong. Dude, and that's then all doing. Today, somebody made a statue, but they put the uh, steering stick on the dong so you can actually drive. <laughs> <laughs> Which was uh, pretty wonderful. <laughs> so good, man. I love it. Dude, it just, I don't know, it has that uh, that nice Minecraft appeal of uh, making mm-hmm. a big dick and then shoot lava out of it. <laughs> like you could just do whatever you want in that just game. Just a good spicy nut, you know? <laughs> yeah, that game, like, yeah, it does seem like the Minecraft thing where it's pretty much anything you put your mind to, you can figure it out. I always got, like, really impressed when people were like, hey, I made... Uh, a Game Boy, a working Game Boy Color on Minecraft, and you can play Pokemon. It's like, how does, dude? That's how amazing. Does you even do that. <laughs> right? Like, imagine having that kind of autism and what. You can <laughs> yeah, that's uh, really that. That would impressive. be wonderful. It's truly impressive. Like, like I, I don't know the 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 engineering skill that it takes to make something like that happen. Probably the sort of you know the sort of skills that you would have taken had you like done well in college. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would have been that would have been awesome if I could have done that. If <laughs> if that guy didn't see that I did math one time. <laughs> <laughs> it, the worst part about that is. He was not my advisor. After, like he left after that semester, so I never had him as an advisor again. <laughs> Let this ghost of a man help define your future. Exactly. Amazing, it's like you. Dude. I like email the the college. I'm like, hey, I'm trying to talk to my advisor. He hasn't worked here in a hundred years. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> How did I get signed up? I don't know what's going on. You believe in ghosts? No. But you do believe in God. Yeah. What about the Holy, <laughs> about the nothing, Holy Ghost? Nothing has to make sense, okay? <laughs> what about the Holy Ghost, man? Okay, that's that's different. That's not like How is that different. It's a ghost. It's in the name. Yeah, but it's like not every, some things are ghosts and not everything's a ghost, okay? Like what? <laughs> well, okay, so it's not like it was like a God had unfinished business, so he <laughs> was stuck here. <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's... That yeah, would be ghost. fucking wild, wouldn't it? Like Christ coming back and, and haunting the fuck out of Pontius Pilate. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to believe in ghosts, but there has never been like enough proof for me for ghosts, which I understand also religion, but like... <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I was going to say, man, you converted because you fell in love. Like, how is that any more or less proof than, uh, than fucking Zach Baggins on Ghost Adventures hearing a sound in the distance? Uh, so, okay. the, the whole reason I believe in a God is like, why is anything like, <laughs> why does anything exist? <laughs> okay. Something happened to make this exist. I'm not saying the Big Bang doesn't exist. I'm saying it, it could have been started by somebody. All right. I'm saying God did it. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Specifically the Catholic one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hell yeah. Dude. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just, nothing about ghosts to me seems real. I, uh, I, I would like to believe in ghosts, but I, uh, I just don't. Why would you like to believe in ghosts? What advantage does that give you if ghosts are uh, real? Just like the, the the idea of adventure, you know? That's adventurous like to you? Like somebody's nope. fucking with your cabinets all night? Okay, I don't say I wanted to be haunted. I just wanted to, like, <laughs> I want wanted to believe to be in the idea of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I want someone else to be haunted and then okay, think about so it. Okay, it's, so it's fine, it's fun as long as it's not happening to you. Okay. Exactly, yes, yes, yeah. I don't, I don't want to be haunted like a by a fucking ghost. Catholic right there. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah, that's it. <laughs> no, Doug, no. No, I don't believe in ghosts either. Like the I like I like a lot of ghost stories, but I just never. Oh, I love that spooky shit, man. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love I love going to like uh, like on haunted tours, mm-hmm. and they're like, if you stand right here, it's cold, and you stand there <laughs> and it's chilly, and you're like, holy Ooh. shit. Yeah, it's good stuff, man. Like, right, <laughs> right here, a man died, and I was like, yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah probably anywhere you go somebody has died I fucking spin around and, and and take a piss and find a spot where a dude died <laughs> yeah i don't like okay so i understand that i don't like i don't believe in ghosts but i also am afraid of ghost tours like i don't really <laughs> yeah i just just the idea of them freaks me out i don't know i think no, if you're is- around people like the um like the feelings in the air and everybody's kind of like feeding off of each other's like creeped outness. Right. You don't like that, uh, that tension. Yeah. 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 You feel that tension too much. See, that's where we're, we're different is I really enjoy that kind of tension. And, um, I, I don't know. I like that kind of communal discomfort that you get when you're in a crowd of people that are having a bad time. There's something about <laughs> that that's like really appealing to me. Is that <laughs> why I like to <laughs> Like that's why you did stand up and open mic. That's I just did a show uh, this past weekend, and uh, Jacob Barr said that uh, he'd never seen a crowd like so enthused, but also so terrified. <laughs> but it's like I live for that shit. It's the same reason I go like like my girlfriend has uh, like in her apartment she's got uh, a washer and dryer set up. But I never do my laundry there because I like going to the laundromat because I like <laughs> everybody's like just upset in the same room. There's something <laughs> that's, that's really just delicious and it makes the air thick and soupy. And I don't know. It's just fun. I like it. 
Yeah, most people are there because they want to be there. They're all there because the circumstances of their life have led them to a place where they can't do laundry in the comfort of their own home. And I want to be them. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Have you heard of the stories of like um, staircases in the woods? What? Yes, it's the craziest thing. There's no basements. What? But there's no basements. <laughs> it's just staircases in the woods where they're like, there's just random staircases in the woods, like not attached to anything. Some of them can look like brand new. Some of them look like they were in a house at one point in time, but they're just not anymore. <laughs> and like, ra- like rangers and stuff, they don't want to talk about it. Why don't they want to talk about it? Because it's just like, it's one of those like. Because they're in on things. It. What was that? It's because they're in on it. They might be in on it. I don't know. It's just I I, I was listening to. Uh, have you ever heard of Cor- Corpse Husband? Yeah, with that like so, really sexy voice. Yeah, yeah. He did. Uh, he had like a bunch of series where he would just like read off like real stories and stuff like that. And he had one that was probably like an hour and a half long of just this guy who was becoming a park ranger um and like all of his stories about it and he would continuously talk about seeing these staircases out in the woods and anytime he would talk to any of the other rangers about it they would like tell him to like shut up and like try to keep it quiet and nobody wanted him to talk about them because of just some like mysterious stuff well like apparently somebody like went and stepped on one and then, like, something happened to his, like, hand. It, like, got cut off or something like that. I don't know. Just, that kind of stuff is fun to listen to. But I That don't sounds know. fake, Anthony. It does sound fake. I know. It sounds made up. You're making that one up. That one. <laughs> it might have been made that one up. He might have made that one up. But I, I'm, just the idea of, like, stairs being out in the woods, that's, that, that's kind of crazy. That's spooky. Yeah. So what do you do when you get to the stairs? So you can't step on them. Because then your hand falls off? I don't know. I don't know exactly what the whole thing was. I think that was maybe one of the stories. Something happened to somebody's hand when they stepped on one. Um, I don't know. I don't know exactly what you're not supposed to do. But I just know that you're not supposed to, like, acknowledge them when you're around them. <laughs> <laughs> like, like when you notice a disabled man out in public? <laughs> Like, nope, that's a normal man with working legs. Yeah. Anyway, cut that joke out. Uh, yeah, you got it. <laughs> uh, that's a really dirty trick that the spirits of the forest are playing. Because, like, I see stairs. I want to step on them. Exactly. That's, that's like, all you do with stairs. Yeah, it's a... It's the easiest trick in the book. You just put stairs somewhere and no, somebody's going to step on them. Dude, you put stairs in front of me, I'm going up. <laughs> Maybe down. Who knows? Yeah. I don't know how you'll start off down if it's at the top of the staircase and you're at the bottom. But you, you Well, like, I mean, maybe there's a basement in this woods. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I know the shit that you're talking about is made up because there's no basements in the woods. <laughs> 
You know, you're right. Yeah, I was I was making that all up. Uh, <laughs> I know you were, Anthony. You were trying to trick me. <laughs> uh, another crazy thing about that they were talking about is like people who would randomly go missing in the woods and then be found. Like there was a couple of stories of children going missing for like like days or weeks at a time. And then they show up like miles away from where they were missing, but not like they, they were still able to get food and stuff, but nobody knows how or how they survived or how they like got this far away. And the, so kids, the kids really don't, don't know what's going on. It just the kids don't know. Yeah. Or they'll, they'll say like random stuff. Like somebody said that there was somebody helping them, but it was like a shadow person or something like that. Like a black man. No, no, like a a shadow, like a, just a, somebody who is. Oh, like a literal shadow. Yeah, not. A, okay. I wasn't. I wasn't trying to be racist there. That sounded like you were. I was like, you can't say that. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I feel like those kids are making that up too. That could be, but yeah. still, like, how do they get there? Why the kids? The kids are in cahoots with the forest carpenters. <laughs> you gotta be, dude. Yeah, the kids put the stairs there. That's that's what they were doing that whole time is they were putting stairs up. The kids were child labored into putting these stairs together, led <laughs> by the shadow man. <laughs> no, nah, I don't buy it. Yeah, I, I don't believe you. Don't... <laughs> <laughs> these stories I heard like probably two or three years ago. So I'm telling you stories that I didn't research and well, yeah, I, right in the middle of so right in the middle of the pandemic dude you couldn't even go outside to confirm them exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right well thanks for coming on the podcast mark this has been fun uh oh, you're done talking it. to me now what <laughs> you're done talking to me now yeah i'm just gonna I mean, we're done we're done. <laughs> all right is that okay bye you... no <laughs> Love you, Anthony. I love you, too.